Welcome to the Gamers vs. Depression podcast. It's a show about gaming and getting better. You should give it a listen. Welcome back to Gamers vs Depression and today we're joined by Viola Pauletti and we're talking about her article on streamer burnouts. Good evening, how are you today? Hi everyone, I'm Viola Pauletti, nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, what would you say is meant by streamer burnout exactly? Yeah. I think more or less everybody knows who is a streamer. So it's mm. someone like what we're doing right now, we are live streaming or it's also recording a video and then uploading on a platform. It started on YouTube and now as on Twitch that they yeah. are a very specific platform only for that. Burnout is related only on the work environment. So it's something that is related to the job setting. Uh, especially if we talk about streamers burnout, it's all these demands that the works require. So for example, editing a video, searching for the content, those are the demands from the work in this case of being a streamer yeah. that aren't meant by the resources that someone have that could be maybe the support from the audience. Yeah. So having this, uh, I would say, not match between the demands and the resources required from the streamer uh, an opportunity to make a psychophysiological uh, cost in order to make up for the imbalance that there is between the two. And mm -hmm. these imbalance lead to us led usually after to a stress because if it's constant, you also have to make up for it. So maybe you start not sleeping, maybe mm. you don't uh, eat well because you have to make up constantly and working many, many hours, one after one other, yeah. to make up for this imbalance and there is. Yeah. This leads to the burnout. Yeah, a lot of people probably assume that streaming is a fun job and a fun thing to do and it can be but of course there is as you mentioned all this behind the scenes stuff like editing that they've got to do that they might not necessarily enjoy yeah i mean it's all start when you start a job that used to be your hobby yeah. so it was it had all this fun part like oh i'm finally making money by doing something that i like so yeah. the beginning everything is sounds wonderful like okay i'm actually enjoying what i'm doing for work but then then especially for streaming that it requires a part of creativity mm. it starts to wait on you because at one point you probably realize am i actually streaming for my own enjoyment or for other people's enjoyment yeah and when you started doing like maybe for other people it's okay for doing sometimes like putting uh, priority or the audience, but at the same time you start focusing your like lose yourself. So it's a process of questioning: Will people actually like the real me, or will yeah. they like they look at me only because I'm making the content that they want? So yeah. that's <laughs> something. 
Yeah, and I think as you alluded to there, there is a thing of once you start getting paid for doing a hobby, you can lose some of the enjoyment. Mm, yeah, it's. I mean, also, it's not strictly related to streaming. Mm. It's all for all the other job. Yeah. I mean, there are some people who are able to actually find a balance between having something as a hobby uh, while having something else as work. But it's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody, if you're lucky enough to actually do something that you love as a work, found themselves at one point, okay, Am I enjoying it right now or am I just keep going on and living while actually I'm not doing something that I want to do? Yeah. I heard a story recently, I think it was somebody being interviewed, where they said mm -hmm. that they had a YouTube channel and okay. they were making money from it and they're, they just had this goal in their mind of save up loads of money to buy a house. And they did buy a house outright without a mortgage or anything. And as soon as they did that, they stopped their YouTube channel because they had no motivation anymore. They've achieved their goal. That's an important part about like burnout, the mm. motivation to actually work. Like burnout, it leads to an emotional distress and also a physical distress, which make you lose your creativity, your motivation to work, and also create as I said, an emotional distress is so a cynicism towards your work to the point where you actually hate, even think about it. Yeah. And that's disrupted for something that actually is financially maintaining you. So yeah. if you take out the work, how you're going to live? So it yeah. creates this vicious circle about, oh, I'm not liking what I'm doing, but yeah. I have to do that. Yeah. And I think, as you mentioned, this is something that can happen in all jobs. I'm sure yeah. I've heard like Olympic athletes and things, they win a gold medal and then they get depressed. Yes, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's an incredible statement that you said, because mm. it can happen. Uh, burnout is only related to the work setting. Yeah. It couldn't be, uh, you can't use this term related for like relationship or mm. the environment, it's only for the work. And that's an important part. I think like many people tend to underestimate how much of burnout there actually is. Yeah. In general, in all the work setting, but especially on the streaming part, because uh, it's kind of like expected to someone to actually work all these hours constantly and people say yeah but you're doing what you like like why are you complaining about stuff you're doing what you wanted to do but it when you enter in the mentality of like yeah i'm doing something for money and also sometimes the audience don't always give like positive feedback <laughs> sometimes there can also be like negative feedback negative mm. comment which of course doesn't help and I think all the streamers, like especially if they are famous, have to deal with that. But it's not easy. It's not easy to just see sometimes constantly negative comments, even though like they are one between thousand. Yeah. It's still that comment that maybe will bug, like will stay behind you. Oh, you didn't perform actually well. I prefer that you previous content. Yeah, that's the that's thing. <laughs> and. <laughs> 
no matter what you do, there will always be these people, won't they? You try and do what they want to do, and then other people will be saying these bad things. Yeah, the thing is that uh, one person should, it's not an easy thing, like, of course, it's not easy, but should be able to detach themselves from the actual comments section and say, okay, they are not referring to me as a person. Like the content that I'm doing is not who am I? Yeah. Like it's my job. It's what I'm doing or it's what I'm doing for fun. It's not who I am, who I am. So people should remember you're doing your own channel. It's your content. You yeah. should be happy with what you're doing. If other people will not be happy, they can join another channel. It's okay. Like you, if one, two followers, or even a little bit more um, say negative comments or they join other channel, it's still okay. Like the most important thing is your mental health and your well-being, honestly. So is it worthy to keeping going and have like all this burnout and negative effect just because of some negative comment? Yeah. So what, what would you say are the main signs of being burnt out? The signs. Okay. So uh, usually it's the physical and the emotional distress. So when yeah. you see at one point that you're like, wow, I cannot really think about work anymore. I yeah. absolutely hate it. When you're, for example, as I said before, you lose motivation of actually starting to do new things, to create new content. When depression is also an outcome of burnout, they are very linked together. So that's also why it's very important to treat burnout at the early stage of it. There are many also a disruption of sleep, of what you're eating. So like you're starting to eating more delivery food, more greasy food. Mm. That's not good for your health. Yeah. Well, some people just eat that, I mean, normally when it's nothing to do with burnout, yeah, don't they? So how can you tell the difference? I mean, you can see that like when you become really cynicism about about your job, about mm. what you're doing, and you're like, oh, wow, I, if I see another comment, I will flip out. Mm. Like you start to get more angrier about like what is going on. You start to feel more emotional i would say about the setting and the environment that you're surrounding yourself to yeah it's important sometimes i guess to separate your job from your life but yeah is that a bit harder sometimes when you are a streamer because it was a hobby so it mm -hmm. kind of is your life in a way also like i think most of streamers have started to like streaming yeah. when they like in their own room so they don't have a studio yeah. that will say, tell them okay i'm done and now i'll go back at home so many people will say okay i'm finished but i'm still at my house like yeah. you don't have at one point this separation between work setting and home setting yeah. which is very very disruptive and for a streamer life, that's all about everything because you start as a hobby most of the time, not always. So yeah. you don't have maybe the uh, like a room that you can dedicate only to streaming or like a whole studio for it. 
Yeah. And that's difficult to like, uh, as is, find this balance between work and home. So that's why I think people should have like a boundary, especially to the hours. Like you can't keep working for 12 hours consecutively. That, <laughs> that's insane. That will give you, everybody will go insane with that. Yeah. If that was and, an employed job, it'd be illegal. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. but that's a very good, like, thing that you say, because if you go to an organization, if you work for a company, you have those hours that mm. are regulated by the law. But when you are a streamer, you set your own hour. So it's difficult to, to say, oh, when should I stop? Especially mm. if you see the results, if you see like people actually coming into your channel, people will start to give yourself attention. It's difficult to say, okay, now I should stop. Mm. Why? Why should I? That's usually the question of why people keep pushing. Yeah. And it's difficult to fix the issue of not having a separate home or workspace, isn't it? Because unless you have a spare room or a shed to use as your workplace, you kind of have to stick with what you've got yeah exactly like also the equipment makes a lot of the difference between yeah. it and so many people will say okay i have a bigger audience i will have also the money to maybe that i will spend on for the my living expenses and also for maybe the setting the equipment yeah so while having these like results this feedback i would say it's not always positive. It can become addictive. You're like, okay, I see. I can, why I worked yesterday for 12 hours. I can still do today. Why I cannot mm. do it? If I was able to do it the day before, why I shouldn't do it today? But yeah. the, the more you keep going, like everybody could understand that that's, that's not healthy. Yeah. Now I want to talk a little bit about how we can avoid burnout. And we've got a question here from DT98films who's asked, do you think a break from what you're doing would help mm. with it? Okay. Uh, it depends on what do you mean? Like a break, how long mm. it should be. And that's the whole point. Like yeah. how much you feel like your burnout has become worse. Like, there was, I remember this very famous uh, streamer, Pokemon. She mm. had to take months off uh, to just detach herself from work because it has become like her burnout becomes to reach it to a point where she couldn't really find enjoyment, content, anything. And so she detached herself for some months mm. and just spent herself like some time with her family, with her friends. But that's also not an easy thing to do for someone who maybe streaming is not their first job. So, or maybe streaming actually doesn't cover all the expenses. Yeah. But still, as I said before, setting boundaries of hours, that's already a huge help without taking months off. Controlling, yeah. like preventing instead of uh, actually already having to deal with that. But if you're already dealing with burnout, I suggest to take some time off and yeah. just try to find yourself again on the things that uh, made you relax, made you maybe also searching other hobbies. And another thing that's used a lot in the work setting is job crafting, mm -hmm. which is like 
um, a creative way to change your job, still maintaining like the major task, but like changing it. For example, for a streamer, it could be maybe playing another game. Yeah. If you usually play a game, try to change another game. And if you already have a follower, the one who were already there, they will not go away. They will stay there. It's it's okay if you lose one or two. Uh, who cares? As long as you can find your focus again and just find your own creativity, because that's all about it. For example, for job crafting. Yeah, and there's a part two to DT ninety eight films question, really, which is if if maybe could taking a break actually make the burnout worse or indeed cause it because you're perhaps falling out of that routine and maybe it makes you not want to do it anymore. So like you mean uh, taking time off could lead to more burnout? Yeah. That's the thing is that burnout is uh, strictly related to work. So mm. what we, if it's something else, if like you're also taking time off will cause you to be distressed, then maybe it's not burnout anymore. It's not only that. It could also lead to probably also major, I would say, distress and also disruptive disorder. Like, for example, mm. it could be, I want to say, because it depends on the single person and everything is different according to the individual, but it could also be depression if at one point everything you see also that is aside from your work, setting everything starts to become dull and you start mm. to lose motivation for other things. Then at one point it's not burnout anymore. It started to become something bigger, bigger that disrupt all of your daily life and not only your work life. Yeah. So that's amazing. and as but, burn. Sorry. Go ahead if you want. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. Sorry. Is burnout curable? If you are burnt out, are there ways yes. to fix it? Yes, of course. Well, usually if it reaches to a point when you really become very uh, angrier and cynicism, I think it's the mm. word towards uh, your work setting. Usually what you do is to go to a specialist or so maybe a psychologist, because it's a, a psychological disorder if it's uh, tested and if it's actually your in result that you have it. So there yeah. are all therapies related to the but there are other things that, uh, as we already said before, could help you prevent it, or maybe if it's a mild form to actually work on it. As I said before, it's like making streaming part of a routine, not all your life, mm. job crafting, doing physical activity, which helps you release endorphin, and also always uh, sitting down, like having a sedentary behavior is not good. But I like physical activity could just be standing up and go for a walk for 10 minutes and just come back, that's already something. Eating well, having a regular sleep pattern. For yeah. how easy they sound, the results that you have, the improvement that they will give you, it's incredible. It's insane how much they actually help you, even though they sound like, yeah, well, I also know that. But from knowing to actually doing that, there is a huge difference in it. Yeah. And if you were going to perhaps take a long mm -hmm. break from streaming, should you worry about what your audience is going to think? Because maybe mm -hmm. 
that those abusive messages will get worse or indeed you might lose a lot of regular viewers because they've either forgotten about you or just don't come back Mm. after the break i mean there are also other ways to like if it's only related to streaming there are also other ways to keep your uh, audience engaged with what you're doing which Mm. could be I don't know, maybe doing vlogs and then you will post later, like not exactly doing a live streaming every once <laughs> a day, like for example, one day yes, one day no, one day yes, one day no, but maybe taking once every week or once every two weeks. So you should have maybe something to help someone to look forward. But like there have been some YouTubers now taking a little bit uh, of tweet. Like yeah. some YouTubers who took also years of like hiatus and pause from what they have been doing, their content creation, because they just couldn't handle that anymore. Like, for example, I remember there was Daniel Howell. He yeah. had to take time off of all the negativity and how abusive uh, the whole setting of YouTube was. But he still kept his 6 million followers. They didn't decrease. They decreased maybe a little bit, but he yeah. still kept that. Because if people have been with you for a longer period of time, they, they will not go away. Yeah, yeah though. No, they, especially, they, I think they will understand that it's for your own mental health. Yeah, especially if they're a fan, they'll still stay subscribed and are following yeah. and hope that you'll come back sometime. Yeah, exactly. Like, Mm, maybe you will gain a new fan who knows mm. maybe when you come back and you will start to do something else you will gain new followers yeah maybe your trolls will go away and you will gain new people who will say oh okay who is that person or what they're doing oh it's this content oh i like it you yeah. never know <laughs> people change constantly i think we've seen that like with covid and everything mm. people change and also things change yeah. Now, Eleonora Explora asks, how do you think burnout will impact your relationships and emotions? Mm. It impacts a lot, especially if uh, the people or your relationship are very close to what you're doing. Like we mentioned before, if your uh, studio, if your working life is on your own house so like for example you're streaming in your house uh in your own bedroom who knows if you're living with your family or with a partner that of course is gonna like affect the relationship that uh, you have with them and it could affect them negatively but they can also be a resource like you can ask them okay i just need someone to remind me to detach myself from work so at one point maybe when i stopped streaming and i'm searching for some content come inside and tell me okay you know what we will go for a walk you know what let's do let's go and play something just having also them to help you and say okay it's okay i will help you handle it yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, honestly. <laughs> now, are the streaming services and companies like Twitch and YouTube doing mm-hmm. anything to help people with burnout? Okay. So for YouTube, I'm not sure, but I know that Twitch is getting really 
into like this whole argument about burnout mm. and they're taking a uh, keen interest in that and they started to create a platform uh, to help people to help streamers who are having burnout to detach themselves to I don't know like it's still they're still developing it yeah. but I know they are creating this platform to help streamers so that's a very good thing and a huge improvement still things could be done even more but I still appreciated the effort <laughs> for the beginning yeah I guess it's hard isn't it because how do you help somebody else with burnout yeah it's especially hard because usually people who are having a burnout don't want to be helped yeah they are like okay why should I be helped about it my thing it's my job I will work it around like I will mm -hmm. try to figure it out by myself because I started by myself I can work with that that's also that's a very negative uh, mindset to have on like trying to bear everything on your own. Because mm. yes, you should take all the credit for the achievement that you're doing and that you're reaching, but they can also sometimes be poisonous for yourself. Yeah. So the context uh, having and trying to reach out for help or detach yourself, it's uh, really, really changing i would say life-changing thing having yeah. a positive mindset helps you also for the negative comment yeah as i said before, it's your own channel it's your own uh content you should be true to like what you've started and how do you want to keep going yeah and presumably it's in twitches and others best interests to prevent burnout in their streamers because they're gonna lose money if their streamers just give up exactly like twitch is all about streaming so <laughs> if people started to be really burnout about it or if it's all gonna be like a negative environment uh, then who is gonna take part into it like mm. it's, it will stop working so yeah as you said that's perfectly the the point yeah so how would you sum up everything that we've talked about today in terms of streamer burnout i would say to not overlook the sign of it like if you feel like you're really starting to become uh emotionally stressed about what you're doing you're starting to lose focus and motivation about what you're creating yeah. don't yeah. overlook that try to prevent it instead of cure it later and and everything like will fall in its place if you start to actually take an action and improve your well-being because it's all about you being happy honestly yeah excellent well it's been great to talk to you all about this yeah. today so many thanks for talking to me <laughs> <laughs> thank you it was amazing <laughs> gamers versus depression is a november project that supports the gaming community to level up their mental health. Through one-to-one -one sessions and psychological first aid training, we're here to help if you need us. Visit www.gamersvsdepression.org That's www.gamersvsdepression.org <laughs>